0: Listening to the Lima Community Church podcast. The following was recorded at Lima Community Church of the Nazarene in Lima, Ohio. Well, good morning and a Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you. How are you all? It's good to see you. Don't you love to see our kids in service and up on stage and greeting? Aren't they awesome? They are incredible. So you guys, as we were thinking about this series, Sunday School Stories, it kind of took me back to when I was a little girl at this little Mennonite church that we attended. And every Sunday morning, I was in Sunday school. And you guys, this is where I wanted to be, because I loved to hear the stories. I love to sing the songs. I love to be with my friends. And it was a place that you always felt loved and accepted and wanted And so as I looked at that bumper, that little video that you all just saw, it kind of took me back a little bit because I remember those little wooden attendance boards like sticking up on the wall, you know, that said how many were in attendance and the offering, and all that kind of stuff. I remember all of that. And it also made me think about this little song we used to sing that went, everybody ought to go to Sunday school, Sunday school, Sunday school, the men and the women and the boys and the girls, everybody ought to go to Sunday school. And as I thought about that little song, I thought, you know, it's true. Sunday schools for everybody, not just for the little kids, it was for everybody. And as I thought about these stories that we've been talking about each week, they're not just for the little ones. There's something that we can all glean from these stories that we have been hearing every week. So as pastoral staff was brainstorming all the different stories they were gonna tell, um, the birth of Jesus came up, specifically Jesus's mother, Mary. So today we have Christmas in July because we're gonna talk about Jesus's mother, Mary. Now, I'm gonna need a little bit of help here. So don't be afraid to call out some answers, please, okay? So if we think about the story of the birth of Jesus, what is the setting? Where did this take place? Somebody help me. Bethlehem, good. Stable, okay, you know what? I'm gonna stop right there because I'm gonna make a stable here. So if you all have ever been to Tiny Town Nursery, some of you kiddos have been down there, or if you've helped down there, you have seen our flannel boards that Miss Christy uses. And these are incredible. Like this isn't like the flannel board that I remember as a kid. So we're gonna make this look like a stable here. We're gonna add a door. And let's see, we're gonna add, cause right now I think it looks like a jail. And Jesus was not born in a jail. So let's add some wooden beams here. And I heard someone say Bethlehem as the setting. So we're gonna get rid of these bars on that window because they look kind of like prison bars, I think. So we're gonna cover it with a window that kind of shows Bethlehem. We'll put another one here in the middle because when I think of the night Jesus was born, I think of a starry night in Bethlehem, right? In the stable. Okay, so we have our setting. But when you think of this story, who are the characters? that you think of. Just go ahead and tell me a character. Okay, I do hear Jesus. Let me find Jesus. You know what? We need some animals in our stable here first. Let me put them down here. Because there's gotta be animals in the stable. Okay, Jesus, I did hear Jesus. You're right, let's get him over here. Okay, so we've got baby Jesus. Who else was there? Okay, I hear Joseph. That was the first one I heard. So we're gonna add Joseph here. Mary, okay, let's add Mary. We're gonna sit here right beside Joseph here on a rock. Let's move baby Jesus over a little bit. Okay, so we have Mary and Joseph and Jesus. Who else? Shepherds. Shepherds, okay, we got shepherds. And I also heard somebody just say the three wise men. So we're gonna add the wise men and we'll add the shepherds. And you know what? I think the shepherds probably have their sheep, so we'll put their sheep here too. Okay, can you think of anybody else? Angels. Oh, thank you, angels. That's just what I was thinking of. Whoever said that, thank you. You're so smart. Okay, so we have the angel Gabriel. And I also think of this angel choir, right? Who went to the shepherds. So we're gonna put the angel choir up here too. Pretty awesome looking scene, right? Isn't that beautiful? It's a beautiful picture of the Christmas story. But you know what? As I look at all these characters, what amazes me is this. God wanted everybody to be a part of the story. Everybody from these shepherds that were probably pretty smelly from being out in the fields, right, that had this really dirty job, to three kings that probably didn't smell quite as bad as the shepherds did. And they were all different nationalities, the Bible tells us, to this young lady and man who probably were like 14, 15, 16. He might have been 18, but they were young. And then we have a baby in the picture, you guys, what amazes me when I look at this is God wanted everybody to be part of the story. didn't matter who you were or where you came from, you were a part of that story. But today we're gonna focus on one of those characters. And that character, as Pastor Brad mentioned earlier, is Mary, the mother of Jesus So where we're gonna start with the story, we're gonna start in the book of Luke chapter one, because we're gonna look at what happened before this happened. We're gonna look at when the angel Gabriel came to Mary and said, hey Mary, you're gonna have a baby, right? And then she went to visit her relative Elizabeth. So what I'd like you to do this morning is grab a Bible. Now, kids, I brought up all of our Bibles from downtown. So if you look, adults, you can help us. Look in the chair backs, okay? Adults, if there's some kids around you that need one of those, if you could pass them a Bible, we're gonna look up Luke chapter one. And this is something we do in downtown. We always look up where we're going to go in our story so the kids can see it that it's written down. So let's all look up Luke chapter one. Adults, if you can help your kids get there. And we're gonna start with verse 26. So Luke one, verse 26, and we're gonna actually read all the way through verse 45. So we're gonna read the part of the story about where the angel Gabriel comes to talk to Mary. So here's what I would like you to do. Once you have it, I want you to stand with me. If you're not looking it up, it's okay because it will be on the screens, but we're all gonna stand this morning for the reading of God's word. So I would love for you to stand with me once you have it, but we're all gonna stand together. And kids, if you're having trouble finding it, ask an adult around you because I know they would love to help you. We're gonna start at verse 26. So I just tell the kids, put your finger on the 26 so you can follow along. We're gonna read out of the NIRV version this morning. It's the New International Reader's version. It's what we use in downtown because it's a little easier to read. Everybody good? Luke chapter 1, verse 26, here we go. In the sixth month after Elizabeth had become pregnant, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee he was sent to a virgin. The girl was engaged to a man named Joseph. He came from the family line of David and the virgin's name was Mary. The angel greeted her and said, "'The Lord has blessed you in a special way. "'He is with you.'" Mary was very upset because of his words. She wondered what kind of greeting this could be, but the angel said to her, "'Do not be afraid, Mary. "'God is very pleased with you. "'You will become pregnant and give birth to a son, "'and you must call him Jesus.'" He will be great and will be called the son of the most high God. The Lord God will make him a king like his father David of long ago. The son of the most high God will rule forever over his people. They are from the family line of Jacob and that kingdom will never end. Well, how can this happen? Mary asked the angel. I'm a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come to you. The power of the most high God will cover you. So the holy one that's born will be called the son of God. Your relative Elizabeth will have a child even though she's old. People thought she could not have children, but she has been pregnant for six months now. That's because what God says will always come true. I serve the Lord, Mary answered. May it happen to me just as you said it would. Then the angel left her. At that time, then Mary got ready and hurried to the town in Judea's hill country. There she greeted Zach- She entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby inside of Elizabeth jumped and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and in a loud voice, she called out, God has blessed you more than other women and blessed is the child you will have. But why is God so kind to me? Why has the mother of my Lord come to me? As soon as I heard the sound of your voice, the baby inside of me jumped for joy. You are a woman God has blessed. You have believed that the Lord would keep his promises to you. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father God, I just ask this morning that you would open our ears to hear, our minds to understand, in our hearts to receive what you would have to say to us this morning. In your name we pray, amen. You can all have a seat. So I gotta be totally honest with you, about a week and a half ago, as I was thinking about doing this, I thought, okay, that's the story, but where in the world am I going to go with this story? What do I wanna, what do we have to learn about Mary? And at that time, my nine-month-old grandson was staying with us for the week, and he was having a rough night. We were up at three o'clock in the morning rocking and he finally fell asleep. And as I looked into his precious little face, the song, Mary, Did You Know, kept coming to mind over and over again. And I've had to think of some of the words that said, Mary, did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? And Mary, when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God? You guys, that song is packed full of the question, Mary, did you know? And as I listened to some of those things that it was asking, I'm thinking, boy, I'm sure she did not know what, else, what all was to come. But as I was rocking Lucas that night, I thought, okay, but what did Mary know? What was she aware of? And you know, as I sat rocking Lucas, there were five things that came to my mind that night that Luke one alludes to that Mary knew and one thing that, I, that she knew is she knew that God had a bigger plan for her life than what she could ever think or imagine, right? She, and she knew that she wanted to be part of that plan. She wanted to be part of that big God story because I can imagine that Mary probably in her head thought, okay, this is my plan for my life. I'm gonna marry Joseph. We're gonna live in this little house in this sweet little town of Nazareth, right? And we're gonna have some kiddos and we're gonna watch them grow up. We're gonna live this little quiet life. It's gonna be great. And boom, the angel interrupted Mary's great little plan, right? And here's the angel saying, Mary, you're gonna have a baby and the baby's gonna be the son of God. And Mary could have been not, yeah, right. You are nuts. You're crazy. That's not happening because that's not part of my plan. But she didn't do that, you guys. Mary didn't ask the angel, hey, give me some proof. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. She didn't do that. You guys, all Mary wanted was she wanted a little more information. She looked at the angel Gabriel and she said, well, okay, but how's that gonna happen? And the angel told her this, Mary, the Holy Spirit is gonna come to you He's gonna give you everything that you need to help you do this. And the power of our almighty God, your creator, is gonna surround you with his sovereign power and you're gonna be able to do this, Mary. Because what I ask you to do, I'm gonna give you the strength to do it, right? You know, you guys, how often do we have a plan for our own lives that we think, okay, this is what's gonna happen. This is what I wanna do. And God comes along and interrupts that plan. Yeah, But are we as willing as Mary was with humble obedience to turn away from our plan and to go towards what God has for us? Because sometimes that plan that he might have might seem a little scary, right? But you know what? Just like Mary had the Holy Spirit come to her and the power of the Almighty God overcome her, we have that same Holy Spirit and the power of the Almighty God within us too. Did you guys realize that? So just like Mary knew God had a plan for her life, we can know he had a plan for our lives. We just need to choose to follow that plan. And Mary chose to follow that plan. You guys, I gotta tell you what, I I had a plan for my life and it wasn't this. (laughs) Not at all. My plan for my life was I was gonna go to school. I wanted to be a teacher like all my life growing up. I loved my school teachers, I loved school. I wanted to be a teacher and I was. I taught school at 10 years for Allen East and you guys, I loved every minute of it. It was like my dream job. I love the community, I love the teachers, I love the kiddos that watch in and out of my room. And then I get a phone call and it was from the children's pastor at the time here at the church. Hey Pam, would you come lead our preschool? No, I'm good. (laughs) I like it right where I'm at. I love Allen East, I love the teachers. And this is really good, I love it. And God kept coming back to me and the, pastor, the children's pastor kept coming back to me. And you guys, I remember the last day of school because I said yes then, standing in the doorway of my classroom, all the kids had left, packed everything up. My car was loaded with what belonged to me. And I stood in the doorway just crying, thinking, oh God, what am I doing? What am I doing? But you guys, God has a plan for all of us, doesn't he? And sometimes it takes stepping out in faith because his plan is always better than ours. And Mary says, okay, I'm gonna follow after you, right? I'm gonna serve the Lord and may it happen to me just as you said it would. And he enabled and equipped her to do it. So she knew God had a plan. Second thing she knew is she knew she needed community around her. You guys think about it. The angel Gabriel tells her, hey Mary, you're gonna have a baby, he's gonna be the son of God. Oh, and guess what? Your relative Elizabeth, even though she's really old, she's gonna have a baby too. So you know what she does? I would say she hops in her car, but she's probably in a car. She goes to Judea, right, to see her relative Elizabeth. Now you guys, I'm sure Mary's excited and she's joyful and she wants to share the news, but I'm also thinking she's probably a little bit like, you know what, Elizabeth's a little bit older, a little bit wiser. I think that if I just go see her, maybe she'll make me feel better, right? You guys, we all need those people in our lives, someone older and riser that we can trust. So she travels to see her. You guys, we need those people in our lives that we can rejoice with, that we can laugh with, that we can cry with, that we can be scared with, that we can trust. Parents, I'm gonna tell you something. You need to be so intentional about surrounding your children with people that you want speaking life into them, right? I can just imagine through the years that Mary's parents cultivated this relationship between Mary and Elizabeth, and Mary knew, I can go to Elizabeth because I can trust her. Because I gotta tell you, parents, there's a day that your kids are gonna go through a rough time and they're not gonna wanna come to you. They're gonna wanna go to someone that they can trust outside of mom and dad, right? And Mary, you guys, she was 14, 15, 16, she's a teenager, and she's thinking, man, I gotta go talk to somebody. We need community. So Mary knew that she needed, or God's plan was the best for her life. She knew she needed community. And you know what else I saw that she knew in this passage? She knew how to praise God. I mean, get this, you guys. When Mary arrived at Elizabeth's house, Mary said, hey, Elizabeth, it's me, it's Mary. And the Bible said that baby inside of Elizabeth jumped. Right? And then Elizabeth started blessing Mary. And Mary was filled with so much joy that the Bible tells us she broke into this song. It's in Luke chapter one, verse 46. So let me ask you, what could happen today that you would make you celebrate wildly? Like, would it be maybe a relative that's really been sick and they're better all of a sudden and they're able to come home? You're gonna call your friends together to celebrate, right? Or kids, maybe you just tried out for a team that you wanna be on and you find out you make it, right? You're gonna call your friends and say, hey, I made the team. Or maybe you get that good grade on a test that you thought was so hard. Or parents, maybe you figured out your financial problems, your business worries, they're over and you can relax a little bit. Or maybe you get a call that says you've got that job that you needed so desperately. And you wanna celebrate, so you're not gonna celebrate like normal, right? You're gonna grab somebody and dance around the room. You're gonna throw your hat in the air and woo-hoo, right? You're gonna be so excited. You're gonna call your friends over and have a party. Or you may sing a song that you just make up the words to. And you guys, that's where Mary was at. She was so excited about what had happened with Elizabeth that she broke out into song, just kind of creating the words as she went. And not only did she know how to praise God, but you guys, another thing she knew was she knew her scripture. I mean, this young girl, she, her mind and her heart were saturated and filled with the word of God because if we read her song, it is filled with scripture of the law and the prophets and of the Psalms. It's filled with, it even, well, I guess it even mirrors like Hannah's song back in 1 Samuel. So you guys, I can just see Mary sitting at the table with her mom and dad and they're reading the scripture to her, right? And it's just saturating and filling her mind. So when she starts to sing, that's what pours out of her is scripture in a song, because she's so excited. You guys, we need to be intentional again about teaching our kids the word of God, reading the scripture at home with them. So when they go through tough times, they have that to fall back on, just like Mary did. I want to read Mary's song to you right now. Now you got to remember, as we read this, Mary is excited. You guys, she's celebrating, right? So this is a song for her of excitement. So if you still have your Bibles with you, let's look at Luke chapter one, verse 46, and it will also be up here on the screen. The song is called the Magnificat, which means my soul magnifies the Lord. You guys, Mary was glorifying God through the song. And here's what it said. Mary said, My soul gives glory to the Lord. My spirit delights in God, my Savior. He has taken note of me, even though I'm not considered important. From now on, all people will call me blessed. The mighty one has done great things for me and his name is holy. He shows his mercy to those who have respect for him from parent to child down through the years. He has done mighty things with his powerful arm and he scattered those who are proud in their deepest thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but he has lifted up people who are not considered important. He has filled with good things those who are hungry, but he has sent away empty those who are rich. He has helped the people of Israel who serve him and he has remembered to be kind to Abraham and his children down through the years. He has done it just as he promised to our people of long ago. You guys, that was Mary's song that day. She was filled with so much praise and joy. You know, there is N.T. Wright. He explains her song like this. And I thought this was really cool. Here's what he says. Mary's song is the gospel before the gospel. It's a fierce, bright shout of triumph 30 weeks before Bethlehem, 30 years before Calvary and Easter. And it goes with a swing and a clap and a stamp and it's all about God and it's all because of Jesus. Jesus, who's only just been conceived, not yet born, but who has made Elizabeth's baby leap for joy in her womb and it has made Mary giddy with excitement and hope and triumph. You guys, in this song, Mary's so amazed that God could take someone who was not very important like her and do such great things through her. You guys, the song isn't about how qualified Mary was to be the mother of Jesus. The song she sang was all about the power and the mercy and the grace of our great God. Mary's worship was from her heart. The last thing that I saw as I read this that Mary knew, you guys, Mary knew that she was just a simple, ordinary girl, but she also knew that God was gonna do some extraordinary things through her. You guys, just like us, Mary felt joy and sadness, excitement and fear, blessing and heartache, and she knew what it was to be a parent, just like a lot of you, who loved her son, and she did everything she could to provide for Jesus's needs when he was a little boy. But you guys get this, after Jesus's death and resurrection, when you look in the book of Acts, chapter one, verse 14, Mary is listed amongst the believers You guys, Jesus ended up being Mary's provider and Mary's savior that she knew was gonna come into the world to save us all. So here's my question for you today. We found out what Mary knew. You guys, what do you know? Do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has a plan for you and that he wants you to choose to be a part of that plan, to, be a, to choose to be a part of that big story. Just like he wanted the shepherds and the wise men and Mary and Joseph and everybody to be a part of that story. You guys, God wants you to be a part of the story. He calls each of us to be a part of it. Do you know that? Do you wanna to choose to be part of that story in humble obedience just like Mary did? You guys, Do you know that God loves you so much? Do you know that he sent his son Jesus to die to take your sins away, to rise again so you could live with him in heaven someday? Do you know how much he loves you? Do you know he's inviting you to be part of a story today? Thank you for listening. For more information about our church, visit limacommunitychurch.com.